My name is Manias, and I have never been so afraid in my life. I heard soldiers shouting and cursing. They were arresting Jesus. It was the night of the Passover feast, the first that I had ever celebrated inside Jerusalem, and Jesus came out from the home where he was eating with his disciples. It was late, but we were waiting and watching to see what Jesus would do next. I wasn't alone in thinking that something big was about to happen, but Jesus sent us all away and most of his disciples too. He just took a few friends with him into the garden. I stayed hidden so I could watch, but Jesus had told us to go. I was tired, so I went to lay down in our tent. I was grateful that a believer of Jesus from Jerusalem let us set up camp near their house. But it wasn't long after I had fallen asleep that I heard the sounds. I heard deep voices shouting commands. They sounded so angry. And then I heard the name Jesus. It was as though the men had said my own name, the way my brain came alive. I jumped up and ran out with just my bedding for cover. By the time I got there, things were already desperate. One of Jesus' disciples, Judas, seemed to be leading an armed, angry mob to Jesus. And when he stepped forward to greet his teacher, everyone went crazy. The mob grabbed Jesus. They were so rough. They treated him like a criminal. We all tried to stop them, but Jesus held us back. It escalated quick. Everyone was screaming, threatening, no one was being heard. Somehow Jesus' voice pierced through the noise. He asked them if they thought he was leading a rebellion. And when they didn't have an answer, Jesus spoke in riddles. He said something about how the scriptures must be fulfilled, and he let them just take him away. We tried to fight, tried to get in the way, but Jesus wouldn't let us. Once Jesus was gone, everyone scattered, and I was all alone standing there, still tangled in my sheets. I had to get away. They were going to grab me too. So I just dropped it and ran. I dropped my sheets and ran away naked. It was a good thing I got out of there when I did. I'm not sure what they were going to do to Jesus, but I know it will not be good. If they caught me, they would know that I was a follower. I gave up everything to be here, to be with Jesus, just close to him. In fact, that's how we met. Jesus was teaching with an unusual wisdom. Everything that came out of his mouth was challenging, difficult to follow, and different from than any interpretation of the scriptures that I have ever heard before. His teaching seemed to be pointed right at me. I had so much, so much money, so much property, so many servants. I could ask for anything, and it was mine. But no, but no matter how much I had, how much I bought, how much I demanded, I never had enough. So when Jesus taught about the poor being blessed and the meek and the hungry, I had never missed a meal in my life. Jesus was speaking right to me. Everything that I valued, status and wealth, was in perfect opposition to the values of Jesus. Jesus values my heart. Jesus values my generosity. Jesus values my love. Jesus teaches his followers to love our enemies. The more I listened, the more I was attracted to Jesus' teachings. He was teaching about a kingdom of which I desperately wanted to be a part, a kingdom where the residents lived forever. When I couldn't stand it anymore, I made my way forward in the crowd. And when there was a pause, I asked Jesus, what must I do to inherit eternal life? In the middle of the bustle of the crowd, he looked at me like I was the only one there and challenged 
what I was thinking. I thought Jesus was the wisest, most amazing teacher that I had ever seen. He was so much more. He was the Son of God. Jesus knew that I was trained in the law and knew the commands of Moses. My father trained me to carefully follow every law. And from the time I was a little boy, I judiciously obeyed them all. Jesus looked at me and he knew my heart. He knew that while my actions were obedience, my heart was not. But Jesus just looked at me. And in that moment, I knew that he loved me. He knew everything about me and he had nothing but love for me. And then Jesus asked me to do the most difficult thing that I could imagine. He asked me to give everything, everything to the poor. Before I could follow Jesus, before I could be a part of his people, I had to give it all away, the money, the property, and with it, I would lose my place and my family. I would lose my inheritance. I would lose my status. But the way that Jesus taught, the way he lived was so much more. Right here, Jesus said something that I will never forget. He said, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of the needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. As long as the things I owned, the money and the property, the status and the power, as long as those things were the most important things in my life, I could never fully enter into the kingdom at the center of everything, Jesus. At first, it seemed impossible. Even the process of getting rid of everything, every coin and cup, had seemed like it would take a lifetime. When my family disowned me, was, going, was I going to have to walk away from absolutely everyone and everything? At first, I couldn't wrap my mind around the challenge that Jesus set before me. When I walked away from Jesus in that moment, I was certain that what he was asking was impossible. So I started with what was in my pockets. I gave every coin to the first beggar that I saw. And from there, it was easy. In fact, with everything that I gave away, I felt lighter. I felt freer than I ever imagined. The next time I saw Jesus, when I finally caught up with him again, I must have been unrecognizable. When he first saw me, I was regal, and now I looked like a beggar. I don't know from where my next meal will come, but I know with certainty that I will inherit eternal life as a follower of Jesus. I was in rags when Jesus saw me again, and without pause, he knew me. Those same kind eyes that I remembered from the first time we met were filled with the same measure of love. I was certain. From that moment, I was his. So I started to follow Jesus again. However, this new crowd was different. This new crowd was questioning and hostile. There were people who didn't belong. They weren't looking for hope. These new followers were trying to trick, trying to trap Jesus. But no matter how hard they tried to con Jesus in the letter of the law, Jesus always had one more letter, one more idea that rebuffed even the craftiest snare. And the closer we got to Jerusalem, the more tension you could feel in every interaction. But when we arrived here in Jerusalem, that first day was amazing. People lined the street, and those of us following him started filling the pathway with our clothes so that even the colt Jesus was riding would not touch the dirt that travel stirs up. I didn't have a cloak to lay down before Jesus, so I cut branches from the field and set them on the roadway. For a moment, Jesus looked like the king everyone expected. But my history with Jesus prepared me to expect an entirely different kind of king. Immediately inside Jerusalem, the turmoil grew and grew. 
there was not a single conversation that didn't grow into something that Jesus that put Jesus at risk. But each time, he was able to slip out and slip away. Until tonight, Jesus was always able to face the challenge and walk away. Tonight was different. It seemed as though Jesus wanted to be caught. In a moment of weakness, I wished all my wealth to be returned to me. What could I have done with unlimited resources? Could, could I have given a bribe to the mob? Could I have purchased Jesus' freedom? No, there is greater wealth than money. For eternal life, for life in the kingdom, I would even trade my life for these. If there is one thing that I have learned by following Jesus, it is that he always has his eyes and his heart on a future that seems impossible, but is always better than anything that I could ever imagine. As I stand here naked, shivering in the cold of night, I know that Jesus is preparing for a purchase only he can make. Jesus is preparing a kingdom purchase for me.